Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Back at it again, coast to coast, we have one of the Sweeney Seven featured teams. UAB had a huge win against uh, La Tech, and they are sitting in first place in Conference USA. We have assistant coach Ryan Cross with us uh, in the hotel doing some recruiting, I'm sure, because that's what he does, one of the things he does well. Uh, wanted to have him on and talk about uh, this UAB team. Let's talk about the game, the big game, uh, two of the top teams in the conference, La Tech, and you guys, you guys came out with the win. Talk a little bit about that game and walk us through how you guys were able to pull it off. You know, it was a, it was a big game for 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 our season, obviously. And then, you know, um, uh, Eric Conkle has really kind of owned UAB. I mean, he was he was going into that game. He was seven and two against UAB in his tenure. They beat us both times uh, last year. So, you know, it was, a, it was a game that we just needed to. You know, obviously for for league standings, it was big, but you know they've they've had a great program there, and so it was a quality win for us. You know, you know, anytime you go on the road, you beat, you know, they, they, I think they had won eighteen straight home games. Um, they've had a lot of success there over the years at home. So, you know, tough place to win, um, and uh, so so certainly a quality win. Yeah, I got one more, and I'll pass to Kevin. What do you love about this year's UAB team? Obviously, you guys first. This is second year. First year, you guys had a lot of success with your squad, too. What do you love about this year's UAB squad? You know, one thing I'll say about our team from, from day one, um, whether we play well or not, our competitive spirit is outstanding. You know, we've got we've got an older group, um, you know, but really from, from the moment they got on campus this summer, their, their competitive spirit has been really tremendous. Uh, practices are very competitive. Um, you know, just got a competitive group of guys. Love it. Love it. Sweeney? Yeah, I mean, on the competitiveness front, I, I would imagine it takes a, a real competitive spirit for some of the guys that you guys got to commit this spring to commit. I mean, quite frankly, you guys had 
more guys, more guys than starting spots. They committed talent wise. They were already competitive with the guys coming back. Like when you were in the recruiting process of putting together these, this transfer class in particular, what was the process like to get everyone bought into like, Hey, we can be a special team. We can win the league, go to NCAA tournament. We can do all these things, but it's not going to involve you coming in and playing 35 minutes a game and being a leading scorer necessarily. Yeah, you know, we've got a we've we we took six guys out of the transfer portal. We had four starters returning. So, you know, going in this year, we we had 10 guys on our roster that had started last year in Division One. So obviously all 10 guys can't start. So, you know, one thing one thing that we have really tried to sell our team on is is you know winning a league, winning a conference championship, going to the NCAA tournament. You know, we've got all, we've got some older guys. Uh, some of them have never experienced the NCAA tournament, so that's really been their focus: is putting the team ahead of themselves, and you know, really trying to get UAB back to the NCAA tournament. And one of those guys that came in this year was was Jordan Walker, obviously from from Tulane. He had a huge game this past weekend. We put up. 36 points and made nine threes against Louisiana Tech. What what is his uh, emergence meant to your team this year? And uh, obviously, Andy Kennedy's recruited elite guards and developed elite guards really throughout his tenure. Uh, what, what what separates uh, Jordan Walker? You know, he's a dynamic uh, guard in, in this respect. He he really can get his he, he can get a shot off. You know, whenever he wants, he can get separation and. He can get a shot off. And, you know, Andy's over the years, he's, you know, every point guard that's played for him as a head coach has ended up making all conference. So, you know, that was a, that was certainly a selling point to Jelly, you know, in the recruiting process. And, you know, Andy does a great job of putting those guards in position to make plays. And he's really stepped up. He was the Conference USA Player of the Week last week. Uh, he had two big games against Florida International and Florida Atlantic. And then, um, you know, this this week to to go for thirty six and hit nine threes, which was a UAB record, was was certainly a a, a dynamic uh, performance. But he is he's a he's a playmaking guard, you know. And we wish sometimes he would finish a little bit better from two point range, but you know he's shooting well over forty percent from three, and and uh, you know he's he's made some really long hard shots, you know. So so he has been a he's been a key to to our emergence. Yeah, this is probably one of the older teams in Division One. Uh, you know, with you know, feels like juniors and seniors and COVID year seniors across the board. Um, for you guys as coaches, what does that allow you to do in practice? Obviously, you have a newer, you know, newer group, new transfer. You mentioned the six new guys that came in, uh, but what does just having guys who've been around college basketball do for you guys on a day to day basis in practice? Well, you know, one thing one thing that's been unique about this team is. You know, obviously, you know, anytime you have a new group, you know, you want to you want to implement, you know, your your standards and your expectations and all that. But we've got guys that have been through battles, you know, and in, in numerous different leagues. We've got a few guys, three guys that played in the SEC last year. You know, Jelly played in the, the, the American Conference. Uh, we've got three guys that were all conference players in the Sun Belt. So we've got guys that have played at different levels. But you know, just the fact that they've been in the fire, so to speak, at the Division One level, you're really not, you know, a lot of times when you take high school kids or junior college kids, you're trying to teach them how to operate at the Division One level. And so that, that's been kind of refreshing. It's, it's not, 
you know, they understand what it's like to be in a, in a, in a division one game and be in battles and conference play. So, you know, you're not kind of, you're not going through those growing pains of teaching guys how to operate at the division one level. Um, mentioned conference battles. Certainly the, the conference USA has been uh, really competitive this season, top to bottom. You guys have won on the road already at North Texas and on the road at Louisiana Tech, two of the premier programs in the league. Obviously, North Texas won an NCAA tournament game last season. You know, can you speak to the strength of this league and, and how talented and competitive it seems like it is every single night? Yeah, it's it's a good league this year. And, and you know, Western Kentucky's uh, got a really, you know, good program. I mean, they they played Ole Miss earlier in the year and 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 beat them pretty soundly, you know, and and uh you know we got to go there on thursday and you know they've dropped they've dropped three in a row you know but they're they're a very good team and i think one thing about this league you know from from top to bottom you know anybody can beat anybody so it's a very competitive league um i do think there's several quality teams um you know north texas goes on the road and beats wichita state earlier in the year so you know there's been some quality wins in our league and um you know there's good players there's good coaches and and, uh, you know, it's just a very competitive league, you know, and, you know, I think, I think Brian can, Brian can probably speak to this as well. You know, I think anytime you get in the, you know, top 15 or 16 leagues in the country, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a higher level than sometimes people, um, right. th- than they think, you know, and you get labeled mid major, but I don't really know what that means. I mean, you know, it, I think right. everybody has good players. There's good players all over the country and, and, uh, you know, when you get in those top 15 or 16 leagues, you know, there's, there's, there's good players, there's good coaches, and the, the level of basketball is a lot better than the average fan may think. Right. Talk about this transfer portal, how you think it's changed the game for uh, – you talked about guys that have played in a lot of different levels. You're able to acquire a different level of talent throughout your roster than maybe that one or two outliers that you used to be able to have at a program like UAB, what has that done? Obviously, you've done a great job. You guys have done a great job in the portal. What do you think about the new way of recruiting that way? Well, I think it's I think it's it's just reality, and I think you know I hear some coaches complain about it. I, I just think it's a reality that we're dealing with, and it's something you better embrace and you better adjust to. And and I think I think it's a good thing. I think it gives players options. Um, it gives coaches options. It it, um, you know, I, I think about it like this, you know, I've got, I've got three daughters in college and, you know, sometimes kids, you know, the average student goes off to college and they make it, they make a decision to, to go to a, a different route, you know? So it gives kids, you know, it is, it's just a one-time transfer exception. So it gives kids an opportunity if they make a mistake in the recruiting process and they need a, a new environment, it gives them that, that opportunity to seek something new. So I think it's just a reality of, you know, today's college basketball, I do think, you know, the old saying of trying to, to get old and stay old, it allows you to, to, to have an experienced roster, you know, but also, I also think this, I think there's some value to not really get caught up in just, oh, we're going to go the transfer portal route. Just try to, just try to recruit good players, you know, and try to recruit right. players that fit in your program. Right. And, you know, and then everybody, everybody ends up winning in that, in that, in that respect. Yeah, I love that you said that because I think people get so fixated sometimes. Like, you're not always going to have success going just only that route because those guys aren't as invested. You still need program guys. You still need good players that come from junior college or high school 
uh, the bottom line is get the best players you can to fit your program. Yeah, and I, I look at like Louisiana Tech, for example, who we just played. I mean, you know, Kenneth Lofton's a high school kid, and he has made a significant impact, you know, on their program, on our conference, and you know, he's a kid out of high school, you know. So the 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 key is to recruit players that fit your program and recruit players that can help you have success, and then everybody wins. The player wins, the program wins, the coaches, every everybody. It's that's a happy marriage. So. The key is just, you know, recruit players that fit what you're trying to do and and make sure you have enough talent to to, to win. No doubt. Kevin, we gotta end it with our uh, funny funny story question. I know I know Ryan Cross has a funny story. I know that for a fact. Well he also he also works for Andy Kennedy and there has to be a good Andy Kennedy story out there cool. somewhere because if I this mean, is going live, we might, <laughs> we might have to be careful there. <laughs> he still he still signs my paycheck. <laughs> no, Andy's Andy's a funny guy. He's he's a really funny guy. You know, he, he's intense though. You know, he's very competitive and he's intense during the games and and um, but a funny story. Wow, you guys asked <laughs> me this last year when I was there, and you, you catch me <laughs> off guard. Um, <laughs> You know, Andy's. I'm just going to like. I'll just kind of give you in general. Andy's. Andy's great at this. He, he, he says some things in the heat of the moment that are funny, but he really he does a great job of of keeping the players loose. And you know, he he's got a he's got a good sense of when to say something funny. And you know, he really he really keeps the players loose in the heat of the battle. You know, but. But uh, you know, we got some intensity in that program as well. <laughs> a little I, bit. Just a little I will. Bit. I will say this: of the coaches who are very active on Twitter, Andy Kennedy is among the more surprising for me. It just—he just does not strike me as a guy who'd be tweeting all the time. But that man. He, you know what's funny is when he was at Ole Miss, he he was not on Twitter, and <laughs> and uh, you know he he's big on he's big on emojis. And when we signed Quan Jackson, I remember he said in an article. And I don't know if Andy saw it or not, but he said he said he uses emojis like a junior high girl. <laughs> so, so, but he's big on emojis, and he is very active on Twitter. But I think he does a great job with it, you know. And and uh, he he likes the gifts and the emojis and all that. But he's he's become very active on social media. It's a good time to do it while you guys are winning, and he's uh he's he's leading the charge, man. We appreciate you taking the time. Good luck yep. the rest of the way, and. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys continue to do great things, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Okay, Ryan. All right, another great guest. As always, we let Ryan, I mean, we let Kevin break it down. Yeah, I mean, this is a special team, right? It's one of those teams that you look up and you say, Can they sneak an out large bid? You hope they can because you hope their season doesn't come down to you know three, four days in March. Because they're they're one of those teams that I can tell you every four seed, every five seed. They're looking like, oh, we, we don't want to play this team. First and foremost, the talent level, right? I mean, we, we, he, he, he kind of alluded to it. We alluded to it. Like, they have dudes that didn't just play at the high major level. They were really good, right? I mean, Jelly Walker at, at Tulane was a starting point guard in the American Conference. K.J. Buffin was a starting power forward in the SEC. Yep. Jamal Johnson was a, a big part of Auburn last season. You know, he was a, a key – he played, like, 25 minutes a game and right. shot 30% for three. Honestly, you know, maybe his role would have shrunk this year, but like they're, you know, final four team this year. Like it's, you know, and then they bring back guys who are around them. Uh, you know, last year with with Michael Ertel and, and Quan Jackson and Taven Levin, and obviously up front with Trey Jamison, like 
this team is deep, athletic, talented, and obviously very well coached. You know, when you talk about Andy Kennedy team, and he has obviously a great pedigree. And, you know, I, I'm just excited to see them the rest of the way. This league is fun to watch. We've talked about it. We've talked yep. about North Texas. We've talked about Louisiana Tech and, and what, you know, Kenneth Lawton does. Like, I was talking with the talent. I mean, this league is just rough and tumble every week. And for UAB to be at 6-1 and 16-4 overall in year two under Andy Kennedy, I mean, that's turned into a, a really fantastic hire at that program. Yeah, a couple of quick stats on them. I mean, offensively, um, Ken Palm, their number 11 in three-point percentage, 38-5. That's a big deal. Uh, offensive uh, adjusted efficiency, they're 41. But then on the flip side, defensive adjusted uh, efficiency, they're 57. Uh, your steal percentage, they're 12 in the country, and then uh, 19 and two-point percentage defense. A lot of green. A lot of green. A lot of green. A lot of green. You know, about Ken Palm, a lot of green. And, you know, defensively, they're good, but they're also really good offensively. So when you can be good on both sides of the ball and you have experience and you have older players, it's definitely a formula uh, for success. So looking forward to see what they continue to do. Appreciate Coach jumping on. And, uh, yeah, UAB is the real deal. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.